Welcome to SLP Stress Management Podcast, your place to manage stress, reduce the risk of burnout, and find more balance in and out of your life as an SLP, and perhaps bring some mindfulness and gratitude into your speech therapy sessions. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix, and today I'm going to share with you a practice, a breathing practice that you can use when you need to regain your focus or when your students need to regain theirs. We'll also take a moment to practice gratitude and I will share with you some of my favorite ways to bring gratitude into my speech therapy sessions. It's gratitude and joy season and I am so excited to share all of these with you. Let's dive right in. If you are ever needing a moment to bring some mindfulness or focus or just some steadiness back into maybe your speech session or your classroom or for yourself, then um, there's this great breathing practice that you can do and you've maybe seen it before. This is called the candle breath. And so the main concept behind this is that you are um, pretending to blow out a candle. And when you do this, you blow it out really slow. So not like, you know, little kids actually do with their birthday cake where it's like the like really quick breath, but blow out the candle slowly. And what this does is it makes you take a big breath in and it makes you take a really slow and steady breath out. And so this helps you to um, not only find that like calm signal in your body from your body up to your brain, but it also helps to um, extend the exhale, which is more of a relaxation response. And this is really great because there are a lot of videos you could do if you're going to use this like in your speech room or your classroom. There are videos that you can use if you just like go on YouTube and search for candle breathing. Um, and there's also, you know, you you can just do it in your group by, you know, pretending that your finger is a candle or maybe you have like a pencil that they hold or something. So there's a little bit of like physicality to it. It's not just this thing that you're imagining where, um, you know, it can be easier for students to focus. So it looks like this. Hold up your candle. Take a deep breath in and slowly blow out the candle. So what you do is you blow that air at your finger as if your finger is a candle and you're slowly blowing it out. And you can do this with multiple rounds so you're getting that deep breathing practice, maybe for like three to five rounds of breath. And then you've brought in some focus, you've helped find some calm, some steadiness, getting your students grounded if you needed to like regroup or if you're using this maybe at the beginning of the session to get them grounded and ready. And again, if you ever need to take some deep breaths, it is just that great kind of reminder of what you are breathing for and into. So give this a try and let me know how it goes. If you'd like another demonstration, head over to Mindful Yoga Speech Therapy on Instagram or Jesse Andrix on Instagram and watch the video that goes along with it. Thank you so much for joining in to this breath practice today. Let's take a moment to meditate. So find yourself in a comfortable seat if you can. If you want to be standing or lying flat, that works too. Let your shoulders relax down, lots of space through the spine to breathe. So not rigid, but lifting tall, rooting down. 
You can bring your hands to your lap to rest them. Maybe close your eyes. For a moment, just take a few breaths in and out through the nose if you can. Really, just take a few steady breaths. Breathing in and breathing out. Just a few more breaths here. Nothing to change or judge. Just breathe. And as the breath grows steadier, it allows you to grow steadier, to feel more grounded. For the last three breaths here, we're going to shift this into a gratitude practice. And so you can think of things that you're grateful for or that you find positive in your life or maybe just something that is going well, something that's working. And on your next inhale, just name one of those things. Maybe you simply name it or you say, I am grateful for. And as you exhale, just let the breath out, letting that gratitude sink in. Take another breath in. I am grateful for. And exhale. Another inhale. I am grateful for. And exhale. And just come back to your own steady breath again. And anytime you need to start to make a shift in your day, in your week, in your thoughts, come back to the steady breath, the moment of gratitude. Creating that shift in your brain to help you automatically notice this more. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. Ah, maybe rock the shoulders. And thank you for joining in this meditation practice today. Gratitude season is upon us with Thanksgiving happening here in the US and the rest of the holiday season to follow. So while not everyone celebrates or celebrates the same way, it can be a wonderful time to pause and practice gratitude something that we could all benefit from and connect with no matter what we celebrate, when we celebrate, where we live, or what our traditions are. Gratitude is a mindfulness practice and a big part of positive psychology, which looks at strengths and shifts your brain to notice the things that are good, positive, and working well. Your brain and mine is trained to notice the things that are not working or going well. And this is to help protect you from threats and stress. And it can also create a cycle where the more you see, the more you are looking for, 
and turn these pathways or turn these into pathways that you're using consistently, consistently looking at what's not going well. Gratitude helps you tune into the opposite and in turn create the, the opposite pathways, focusing on what is working well. So when you do this, it helps create the new pathways in your brain that see the parts that often go unnoticed, the things that are positive, that bring joy to your world, and that are going well for you. It helps you to pull away from stress and not get so stuck in it so you can feel more at ease, more at peace, and for your brain to work more optimally. And it can do the same for your students, specifically the parts of the brain that help with learning, cognition, executive functioning, and language, all the things that we work on in speech therapy and in school. Gratitude doesn't have to be anything super complicated. It could be as simple as thinking of like three things that are positive in your day, or maybe writing down three things that went well for you. And these small practices can build up and create big shifts in your outlook and in your mindset. And with students, it can also be a fun way to engage with them to help them put this into practice and create or share some wonderful practices that will help them throughout their entire life. So here are some ways to use gratitude in your speech therapy room or classroom, especially if you're looking to bring this into your holiday season. One is to find some gratitude books. Books are always a great option, right? Because they promote um, and help support so many things in speech therapy and beyond. So you can use them for articulation, pulling out those target sounds when you hear them, for literacy, for vocabulary building, for your expressive language skills, for inferences and WH questions, for your receptive language skills, for fluency if you have a student and you work on reading passages, and more. Gratitude books are extra fun because they can help share gratitude practices, give unique topics to talk about, and lead into another activity like a craft or something, a gratitude list, maybe a meditation. One of my favorite books is Zen Pig and the Art of Gratitude, which shares the journey of a pig who uh, seems like effortlessly happy to others, but really has this practice of gratitude to help him out. So you can check that out at the link below in the show notes. And I do have um, a link there to, um, to the book and to my Amazon store. So it is an affiliate link. Um, gratitude crafts are also another way. I am not crafty, um, but I do love a good gratitude craft. So these could focus on um, Usually they focus on making a list of things you are grateful for, but make it more fun than just writing down a list of things, um, which is more fun for students and it's more fun for you too. So here are a few things. If you're, maybe if you're reading Zen Pig, you could have like a positivity pig. And so this could be something you could use at any time during the year. It doesn't have to be around like this holiday season, right? So you could have this positivity pig where maybe they write down, you know, they, they have a craft, you make a pig, um, you put it together. So you're working on your skills with that. And then you write down the three things you're grateful for. Um, or maybe some kind of like a gratitude rainbow where you, you know, on each part of the rainbow, you're writing the things that you are grateful or thankful for. 
my favorite to make is a gratitude turkey or a thankful turkey. I will say that mine end up looking more like potatoes with colorful um, like pieces sticking out behind them or um, peacocks because I use all kinds of colors instead of harvest colors, which I always realize after it would be more festive if I stuck to the colors of leaves outside. Um, so for each feather, you know, you could work on the things as you're putting it together. And then for each feather, you write down one thing you're grateful or thankful for. And you can use these to target the student's goals, um, either language or articulation. And then if they celebrate Thanksgiving, you have this fantastic decoration to send home, which parents do appreciate. Um, and you know, there's just so many things you could do. You could get a worksheet and do like a gratitude gallery where they're drawing pictures and putting these little, you know, writing these little things into like, um, I've seen like a, like an art wall gallery. You could make a tree and use leaves and put things that you're grateful for and have this as your decoration in your class or have them make the gratitude tree and bring, again, bring it home as a fall, um, or really any season, um, decoration. And you could even do this if you're looking for winter, you could use this as like a snowman and talk about things that bring you joy and that you are grateful for. And you know, on each part of the snowman, maybe he has a little word. So those are just a few things. You could also do a gratitude meditation. So you could use these at the start or end of your session to help bring in more mindfulness and help promote that like less stressed state, which enhances learning and brain functioning. So maybe they focus on different parts of their body. I'm grateful for my strong arms that carry my books. Or you could focus on things they are grateful for and they can silently name them in their head. So it's helping them to bring their focus back to the one thing, to this present moment, to what they are focused on in this moment and kind of help their brain shift either into speech therapy or shift out knowing that they're doing this at the end. And maybe you do a gratitude game, right? So it's speech therapy and if you work in a school or if you just work with, with kids, then you probably do some games at some point or make something into some kind of game. So you could get creative in a non-crafty way and use gratitude for a game targeting your goals. So maybe you use it to create a word list and then you do your drills from there. So you could create a list of things you are grateful for and play like Pictionary or charades, drawing or acting each one out and then practicing the skill once someone guesses the word. So let's say you, you put together this list of like things you're grateful for that start with R and then you go through and you know, each time somebody is given um, a word to do and then after, the, after you guess it, you do your drills and your practice with that sound. You could even create like a word search or a worksheet of some kind um, like I said, you know, like maybe a gratitude gallery where they can have all these little pictures of things that they're grateful for. If you need an activity that has a little bit more downtime with it. No matter what, at the end, be sure to pause and talk about gratitude. Bring it back to a place to notice and breathe and reflect, keeping that mindful component in that's going to help keep your students steady and shifting to that positive place with their brains and ready to learn throughout their day. So how do you incorporate gratitude in your speech room or classroom? I would love to know. So head over to Instagram to Mindful Yoga Speech Therapy or to Jesse Andricks and um, send me a message or leave a comment on one of the um, 
the Instagram posts there. And if you do head over to Mindful Yoga Speech Therapy, I do share about the book Zen Pig so you can see what it looks like and um, see how I used it in my speech therapy um, all the week leading up to Thanksgiving. And if you want more resources to help bring mindfulness and gratitude to your speech room or classroom, make sure to enter your email um, using the link below for instant access to a resource list full of my favorite tools, tips, and places to find all things mindfulness and gratitude based. You'll find anything from books to use in speech therapy to yoga dice to fidgets and more. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Love and light to you and gratitude.